You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Take a pause from your to-do list with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. By the time Dave Grohl drained the last bottle, it was almost 4 a.m. on a frigid December morning in West North Carolina. Grohl had just wrapped up a performance at North Carolina native Warren Haynes' 2008 Christmas Jam. In post-show, he was eager to swap stories with Southern rock royalty, like Haynes in Leonard Skinner drummer Artemis Pyle. Now, with the bottle empty and the conversation at a lull, he walked up to a handful of strangers still standing on the loading dock. That's when he first noticed the snow. It must have started sometime in the night, and by now it was falling in thick clumps. The group watched quietly until someone broke the silence. No way in hell we're getting out of here today. Dave Grohl shook his head in agreement. The snow looked nearly a foot deep already. Those switchback mountain roads were dicey in good conditions. The airport was sure to cancel all flights. We should find some place to play, he said, almost to himself as he put the empty bottle down on the loading dock. Nods of affirmation spread among the gathering musicians. They should find some place to play. One of the locals in the group knew the perfect spot. If they were going to do this thing, there was the perfect room in town where it had to take place. We're supping on tears and we're supping on wine. We all get to heaven on our own sweet time. So come on all you Asheville boys and turn up your old time noise. And kick till the dust comes up from the cracks in the floor. Gillian Welch, Hard Times. Busking, the ancient art of street performing. Not quite a con, not quite a concert either. Musicians know it's a test more formidable than playing to a packed house. No stage, no crowd or adoring fans. You might even have angry business owners. It's just about standing on a street corner and bearing your soul to strangers. To risk your voice, your dignity, a sunburn, even your physical safety. All for the chance at a momentary connection and perhaps 
to separate regular folks from a few of their hard-earned dollars. By 2014 or so, word had spread among musicians that Asheville, North Carolina was the new busking capital of America. Soon, during the busy season, crowds were spilling out of the streetways to brass bands or kicking up their heels to raucous folk punkers playing in the park. And so, local businesses and downtown residents started complaining about the noise, the trash, the crowds of people blocking traffic. The city came close to banning busking entirely. Instead, they worked with the musicians to form the Asheville Buskers Collective in a set of formal guidelines that relied on the musicians to police themselves. No permits, no paperwork. A rare win for independent musicians. But then again, Asheville has bet on musicians before, and it had paid off in a big way. Hard to believe this hip, artsy town tucked away in a spectacular stretch of the Blue Ridge Mountains came close to being demolished. Instead, Asheville city leaders went another way. The choices we make have consequences. When we choose to support independent music, great things can happen. Asheville reminds us of what we win by betting on local businesses, local music, and local art. To be the kind of town that can possibly host an epic evening of music with Grohl and friends last minute, which we'll get to. But it also reminds us of what we can lose if we don't keep nurturing those local landmarks that give a town its sound. Sound of Our Town is a podcast about the music that shaped the city you are touching down in. It is also about being present to hear and experience its best music happening right now and what sounds and places have shaped the city's culture. It is about the abiding ritual of getting together in a room to listen and why that matters. This is the anti-content podcast because it's encouraging you to ignore all the other content and get out there and participate in the sounds being created around you. In this second season, I'll be introducing you to the real places and sonic stories echoing in a particular town so that your travel is enriched with music, so that the wildness of our world is forced to contend with beats, harmony, and song. I'm your host, Will Daly. I'm an independent DIY songwriter and touring artist. I've been doing this a little while, and frankly, this show is also a reminder to myself how important live music is in our existence. The business of music can kick you around, but the crowd never lets you down when you come with the truth. So in episode four, we are seeking some truth in Asheville, North Carolina. Pulling into downtown Asheville today with its endless numbers of bars, breweries, independent restaurants, and shops, it seems impossible that less than 30 years ago, This space was nearly abandoned and teetering on the verge of demolition. Now many people know Asheville's history as a mountain getaway for the rich and famous at the turn of the 1900s, thanks to the 250-room Biltmore Estate, commissioned by railroad magnate George Washington Vanderbilt II. What is less known is that the Great Depression hit Asheville hard. Literally every bank in town folded in the city, once the third largest in Carolina, began a 50-year slide in population. By the mid-80s, downtown Asheville was nearly abandoned outside of a few hardcore holdouts of artists, musicians, weirdo entrepreneurs who were locally referred to as the Asheville 1000. 
rumored to be the downtown population at the time. Now this is a story we are used to inside of our town. We've heard it so many times before. Buildings were boarded up and they were decaying. City leaders were considering a plan to demolish 11 blocks of prime downtown real estate to make way for a drum roll, a shopping mall. The Asheville 1000 mobilized. They rallied public support for an alternative vision for a downtown economy built on tourism. One that called for investment in just the type of local businesses being pushed out by chain malls. One that encouraged investment in the arts. They made it easy for musicians to perform in public. In fact, it welcomed them to help generate energy and atmosphere downtown, especially in those early years. A pair of local wealthy investors, Roger McGuire and Julian Price, joined their cause and created seed money to rehabilitate historic buildings and create some iconic Asheville businesses, including a venue we'll visit in this episode, plus fun museums, performance spaces, and more. Asheville came roaring back, with music playing a huge role in the local economy. Musicians flocked to the area to set up shop, reinforcing the laid-back, funky charm of the mountain town that suddenly found itself on many travelers' hot list by the 2000s. Who are some of these musicians that flocked to Asheville? Who were born into it, or who call it home today? Well, we got... Warren Haynes, Steep Canyon Rangers, Luke Combs, John Stickley Trio, Angel Olsen, Kabob Croet, River Wiley, Tall Tall Trees, Bass, Ed Jurity, Ashley Heath, Andrew Scotchy, and the River Rats, Amanda Ann Platt, and the Honeycutt, Santiago y Los Gatos, Tina and her Pony, Alexa Rose, and Seth Walker. So let's get our first stop in Asheville. You just pulled into town and you're eager to explore. But first, you need to grab your bearings and maybe a cold drink. You know how we do it. Somewhere you can get your head on straight and absorb some of that funky, laid-back atmosphere that gives this mountain town so much of its identity. If you're downtown, head straight to Static Age Records on Lexington Avenue, and you'll find everything you need to kick off your trip. Grab a late afternoon libation at the bar and rub elbows with indie musicians like Angel Olsen, who have been known to flip through the crates of used vinyl and tapes when not on tour. I can't help myself on the road, even though picking up a vinyl or two means I have to get them home safely. But a great record from a local shop is the best reminder of a trip. Other than I closed out Wachowski's sticker, of course. So if your afternoon stop stretches on into the night, you might discover that like any indie record store with its 180 gram vinyl, Static Age Records doubles as a live music venue. Small crowds squeeze in shoulder to shoulder on black and white checkered floor or onto couches and chairs that line the walls to catch underground bands playing everything from post-punk to techno from the small stages of the back room. Static Age Records will set the tone for the rest of the trip and quite possibly fill your suitcase with way too many records to carry home. Not bad for a first stop. So, you've had a minute to collect your thoughts. You've flipped through some stacks of wax and made way too many purchases. You've got tickets to see a band later tonight, but that's still a few hours away, and you, my friend, are ready to catch some live music now. Well, if the weather is good, you should be in luck. Just follow your ears, and they will lead you towards some of Asheville's famed street musicians. It'd be weird if I had that whole opening and didn't tell you to go check them out. 
Although the busking scene took a major hit during COVID, performers have weathered the storm and continued to head out to landmark spots like the city's iconic Flatiron Sculpture or Woolworth's Walk on Wayward Street to entertain the masses. Your mileage may vary, but it's possible to catch everything from New Orleans-style brass bands to bluegrassers like Old Crow Medicine Show, who made their bones busking in Asheville before making it big. Scope it out and you're sure to find some favorites among the many performers bringing their blood, their sweat, and their tears to street-level performances throughout the city. And when you do find a favorite, Sound of Our Town advocates for the following. When it comes to listening, the first song is free. If you stay longer than that, you gotta drop something green in the hat. Charming, unpretentious, and totally cool. It's the perfect embodiment of what we're after here in Asheville. And to think you can find it all under one roof. Of course, I know you're not going to stop at just one spot. But if you had to, the best listening room in Asheville is there for you. The Gray Eagle originally opened in nearby Black Mountain, North Carolina in 1994, and it's been holding down its current location in Asheville's River Arts District since 1999. The venue began life primarily as a folk and roots music venue, and over the years it has gained a reputation as a go-to spot for spellbinding solo performances that could leave an audience in reverent silence. Nowadays, the 550-person venue books artists from all over the musical map, from punk to funk, as seen by recent shows from grunge icons Mud Honey, Roots Duo Waterhouse, and rising funk soul act Tank and the Bangas. But even at the rowdiest rock show, the Great Eagle maintains some of that respectful listening room ethos, where everything else is secondary to the performance on stage, making it a favorite of performers and music fans alike. The venue is housed in a low-slung building with a huge mural dominating the outer walls. Inside, those low ceilings make the room feel even more intimate than its already small size, and it gives the venue a cozy living room vibe. During COVID, the Great Eagle played an important role in keeping live music going with a series of outdoor shows on their patio. It is the definition of a listening room when they are listening to the community's needs and responding with music. And they continue to sprinkle these outdoor performances into their programming schedule. And on top of all that, Attached to the building is the Great Eagle Taqueria, with a great selection of craft beers and Latin American cuisine, thereby making it easy to spend a whole soaring night in the talons of the Great Eagle. Snag a job is where America goes to hire, with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, 
where America goes to hire. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com iHeart. That's LifeLock.com iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Salvage Station may not have the same history as some other venues in Asheville. The indoor-outdoor music venue, restaurant, and sprawling seven-acre outdoor space only opened its gates in 2016, but it has quickly developed a reputation as one of the most unique concert experiences in the country. Located a half mile up the French Broad River from downtown Asheville, Salvage Station pays homage to its former life as a salvage yard right from the start with a pair of repurposed semi-trailers that act as the venue's front gates. Inside, old gravel crushers are reborn as fire pits and countertops at the bar are made from crushed car doors. In addition to gorgeous views of the river, there's an outdoor amphitheater that hosts up to 2,500 music fans a night, as well as a smaller indoor concert space that runs all year round. Plus, there is an on-site restaurant called Root Down Kitchen that serves updated takes on classic Southern and New Orleans fare. Both the indoor and outdoor performance spaces have incredible sound and sight lines. Probably why it is routinely voted the best live music venue in West Carolina. So any chance to see Billy Strings cover Alice in Chains or the Monkees at Salvage Station should not be missed. Or Sleater Keeney, full volume playing songs from the woods, one of the greatest, most underrated rock and roll records of all time. Or Government Mule's two-set hometown show. These artists, many more, on a warm summer night for an outdoor show, is Southern hospitality via some of the most authentic and funky makers of music we have right now. While Salvage Station may be the new kid on the block, it has more than proved it can attract top-tier talent while maintaining the independent spirit and that unique vibe that are the calling cards of Asheville's music scene.
In the heart of downtown Asheville beats the mother church of Carolina music. At the corner of Biltmore and Hillard Avenue sits a red brick building with a roof line that builds fittingly to a steeple. A towering neon sign hangs from the building's facade and its glow calls music lovers to the orange peel like moths to the flame. And if you are in Nashville for even one night, you'll want to be among them. In its current form, the Orange Peel opened in 2002, and within a few years, Rolling Stone was hailing it as one of the top five music clubs in America. The club cemented its national reputation when the Smashing Pumpkins chose to kick off a 2008 reunion with a residency, not in New York or LA, but in Asheville for nine dates at the Peel. Since then, everyone from 311 to Bob Dylan has graced the stage, and today, the club hosts a staggering array of music and comedy shows in a perfectly sized room that's big enough to attract top talent, but small enough to make the crowd feel like part of the act. Basically the ideal room. That's a worthy legacy in itself, but as you cross the threshold under the neon sign into the building's front lobby, you'll get your first clue that the venue's history is much deeper than you could imagine. Around the lobby are a collection of newspaper clippings and other artifacts that reveal the musical roots of this building going back to the 1960s. The building's history is a winding story full of ups and downs paired with an incredible soundtrack. Maybe on the right night with the right mix of sounds and substances, or if you just know how to listen, these walls might just tell you their story. It might start with a whisper, Percy Sledge stood right there before he went out and almost blew the roof off this place back in 1968. If that first whisper doesn't scare you off, then maybe the walls will keep talking. They'll tell you how this building opened back in 1950. It wasn't a music club at first. Instead, it was the Skateland Roller Dome, Asheville's hotspot for junior high birthday parties. Those early years lasted until 1962. By then, those junior high kids had grown up and wanted something a little more thrilling than a lap around a rink. By 1965, the rink was out and the dance floor was in under a new name. The Jade Club, hosting artists like Percy Sledge, Ronnie Millsap, and the Dixie Cups. The Jade Club gave way to the Emerald Club, which gave way to a variety of gemstone-themed names until the 1970s, and the original orange peel ruled the space for nearly a decade. Ask the walls and they might tell you how bands like the Commodores got everyone in this brick house to let it all hang out on a sultry summer night. They'll tell you how DJs from local WBMU, one of the few black-owned stations in the country, kept the party going by spinning funk, soul, and disco records in between the bands. How this hotspot kept the party going even as the pulse of downtown Asheville was fading. How the bar case played a 22-minute version of Soulfinger that made it seem like the party would never end. The music, the drinks, the crowds, they kept it flowing until one day it all just stopped. The lights went out at the orange peel for the last time in 1977. For nearly 20 years, the building sat silent, barely remembered, slated for demolition numerous times. It seems gone for good by the late 1990s until the Asheville 1000 began circulating their alternative vision for the city. Local investor Julian Price heard their plea and provided seed money for the venue to reopen under its previous name. Today, these walls stand tall as one of the country's best live independent music venues. 
If you get the chance to join 1,000 odd souls at the Orange Peel to commune with the musical gods, you will hear stories of these walls reverberating in every note. Including the one with which this episode started regarding Dave Grohl and Warren Haynes, which I will get to. But if it's stories and legendary nights, then while you're there, just check out the basement speakeasy pulp for a pre or post show drink. And maybe, just maybe, you'll hear a few more that these walls can tell. In every episode, we look for the hidden gem. But it feels like Asheville itself is a hidden gem in America. West Asheville might be a little bit off the beaten track for most travelers. But it's definitely the right area to explore if you are looking for a hidden gem within a hidden gem. Among the best of them is Fleetwood's Rock and Roll Wedding Chapel. The sign painted on the front window says it all. Shop, drink, get married which is pretty much life in a nutshell in America. And you heard it right. This funky little cinder block storefront has an honest-to-goodness wedding chapel inside to take care of all your quickie wedding needs. Inside is packed to the gills with neon lights, vintage kitsch, and red velvet, with a fun selection of vintage clothes and goods for sale. Plus a bar serving beer and wine, and in warm weather, a nice outdoor patio in the back. So if you fall in love with the busker, and you want to tie the knot, you got Fleetwoods. When hipster couples, daredevils, and those who have had a few too many aren't tying the knot, the chapel also doubles as the live music venue for hosting some of Asheville's best rock and roll bands most Friday and Saturday nights. While the bands may not have the pedigree as the headliners at some of the bigger venues in the city, it's hard to beat the energy they bring to this uniquely Asheville spot and the memories, the memories they're responsible for with these newlyweds. As the volume turns up to drown out any second guessing the brides may be having. If you're looking for a concert to plan your trip around, in addition to the venues we've already talked about, the Haras Cherokee Center and adjoining Thomas Wolfe Auditorium host a few dozen travel-worthy concerts a year. The programming team behind the Orange Peel also opened an outdoor concert space in 2022 called Rabbit Rabbit, boasting room for 4,000 concert goers, food trucks, and a newly built permanent stage. Rabbit Rabbit is pulling major artists like Modest Mouse, Sylvian Esso, Fleet Foxes, and more throughout town. Check out their website for concert dates that run from April through October, and no doubt you'll find a few that are worth putting in your calendar. But for an all-you-can-eat sampler of homegrown Asheville music, mark your calendars for early August 2024, because they just hosted the first inaugural AVL Fest. From the ashes of several beloved former local music festivals comes this new event that will feature local stars like Taubon Crayway, River Wireless, Tall Tall Trees, and more at 20-plus local venues, including virtually every club we've mentioned in this episode. And fans of the electric guitar can plan a holiday trip once again around native hero Warren Haynes' annual Christmas jam. The former Allman Brothers guitarist and Government Mule Founders concert and fundraiser has been running strong since 1988, with all-star guests in the past years like Phil Lesh, Trey Anastasio, and Grohl, I'll get there, joining Haynes for a one-of-a-kind concert, plus numerous other pop-ups and special events throughout town leading up to the finale. In like Grohl, you might just get stuck there, 
and see something extra special. Okay, usually to prep for a trip, I'm recommending a book, movie, album, even another podcast. But the best way to prep for your trip and to listen to the past might just mean having your first stop at Static Age Records, and then you head over to the Moogseum, a landing pad of wonder for the science and music lover, or the music lover of science, or people who like sound. If you don't know what a Moog is, let me help you prep for the prep for your trip. The Moog is a modular synthesizer invented by American engineer Robert Moog in 1964. Basically, it's a sound shaper. I don't know how everything works. I think some time in the museum would help that, help both of us. But here's the thing. You have heard one as long as you've listened to the Stones, the Beatles, yes, Emerson, Lake, and Palmer, and any music that has made music since then, up to the Beastie Boys and Wilco. Robert Moog called Asheville home, and Asheville honored him with the museum. And this museum brings his pioneering legacy to life with multi-sensory interactive exhibits in an immersive dome to experience how electricity becomes sound, as well as the history of synthesizers, and the chance to mess around with soundscaping and lose yourself in hours of tones. Because of the success of Asheville's revitalization project, there have been a ton of people moving to Asheville. So, real estate prices have gone up. Development has been going through the roof. Once again, business owners and downtown residents are starting to complain about the noise of buskers and the crowds and the trash. It's the old, let's remove the things that make this place what it is and continue to make it interesting because I can't hear myself watch Netflix. It's been going on since the beginning of time. Will Asheville allow the musicians and artists who help make this town the vibrant destination that it is today be pushed aside? Will they be victim to their own success? Or will the city continue to nurture what it has made great? The answer is not beyond our control. We have a role to play in all of this. If you can see me, I'm gesturing wildly at the mic right now, around the room, to everything in my vicinity and beyond. Because every time we go out to a small club to see a new band, every time we visit an independent record store, or choose to part with one of our hard-earned dollars for a street corner performer sharing their soul to strangers, every time we put our ear to the ground and listen deeply to the sound of a town, we are saying yes to each other. And now, more than ever, we are instilling a connection that so easily atrophies when we don't have thriving live music. One more thing, that Warren Haynes Christmas jam, the snowstorm. I'm sorry I've made you wait, just, it just seemed a fitting way to part. So 12 hours after that first concert ended, while Ashevillians scrambled to dig out of the snowstorm, the Orange Peel announced a last minute concert featuring Dave Grohl, Warren Haynes, and a handful of other musicians still stranded in Asheville. It sold out in a matter of minutes. Hundreds more gathered outside hoping for a miracle. Even in the freezing cold, the line outside wrapped around the block all night. Inside, the music kept everyone hot. Haynes and Grohl swapped Beatles and Zeppelin covers. Artemis Pyle even joined the band for a cover of Skinner's Simple Man. 
Midway through the set, with the final notes of Tom Petty's You Don't Know How It Feels still ringing out, Haynes began picking out the opening riff to Nirvana's classic All Apologies, a song Grohl hadn't played since the death of Kurt Cobain. Grohl shook his head no for a moment, but as he looked out to the crowd already roaring in anticipation, he took a deep breath, shouted a count off, and the band launched into the song. As they reached the final refrain, Grohl could only look through the tears in his eyes as the crowd stomped their feet on the hardwood floors and sang along with all their might. All in all is all we are. that's our time in Asheville, North Carolina. DM me if you have any questions or further suggestions. Let me know how we're doing. I can keep this show going forever. When you follow, review, word of mouth, uh, just stop me on the street. If you want me to cover your town, just hit me up on Instagram at WillDailyOfficial or search WillDailyAnywhere, D-A-I-L-E-Y, on your favorite platform. I'm on threads too. If that's a thing now, I'm on it. Sound of Our Town is a production of Double Elvis and iHeartRadio. You can also hit us up on IG at Double Elvis and Twitter at Double Elvis FM. The show is executively produced by Jake Brennan and Brady Sadler for Double Elvis. Production assistance by Matt Bowden. The show is created, written, hosted, and scored by me, Will Daly. This episode's head writer is Patrick Coleman. Music for this episode was composed and performed by me. You can check out more on Spotify, Apple Bandcamp, or WillDaily.com. All right, next stop. Where's it going to be? Where's it going to be? Follow wherever you listen to podcasts for episode five coming in two weeks. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it! Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.